Hello, hello, hello. This is Carla Michelle. I'm so happy to have another time with you. Welcome to the Strong Network, that strategic, talented, resilient, optimistic, necessary. And with all that, go global. Maybe not the whole world, but at least your world. Show up with a strategy, utilize your talents, understand the power of resiliency and optimism because they help you go to the next level and you got to believe you're necessary because if you don't believe you're necessary, how will you go out and impact the world, which is the G, the global? All right. I love having this time with you and I want to talk today about how to heal and how to learn to process. And heal may be a wide wide, wider word, (laughs) a wider word, meaning a bigger meaning than I want to put on the heal part. But understanding the process of life helps you heal. So I do mean heal, but I guess I could have put process first. Understanding the processes of life help you heal. And I want to talk a little bit about reestablishing your power. There, if you have not listen to any other episode, I will explain. I say a lot with my clients and myself to remind myself to be in the power position. That means what I am facing, what I am focusing on, what I am doing, what I need to make decisions about are below me. And I am in the higher position, looking down changing the view where if I'm underneath the circumstances and situations that I'm experiencing, it gives them, it gives it the power. I have the goal every day of my life to maintain my position. And that is in the power position where I am able to see the big picture because I'm higher than what I am facing. I believe that we are higher than what we are facing because we have been given everything that we need to make the decisions, to have the solutions, the ideas, the uh, creativity, anything that you're facing, you have it. So you should always remain in that power position, which is maintained by how you think about yourself and how you view situations that you face. So... Let's talk about reestablishing your power and understanding the process that it takes to heal anything that or heal yourself from thoughts or insights that are no longer serving you. So we have to remember that there are many times in our lives that we will have lapses in what we know or what we want to do. Things can come at us, uh, unexpected things, uh, things you've never dreamed of in your life, mentally, spiritually, financially, uh, in employment, in your business, in your team, things can come at you. But that doesn't, just because, well, I'll say it this way, things can come at you, but it's how that you process what comes at you that makes the difference of the outcome. How you process what comes at you 
makes the difference in the outcome. And one of the things that we have to overcome is the roadblocks that show up in our lives that try to hinder us. And two of the roadblocks I want to point out, because there could be many for you, but two of them is, well, one of them is fear, and the other one could be panic. Panic and fear are two of the roadblocks that I want to make sure we get over. Panicking, panic usually comes when you are for sure, (laughs) in your head, you're for sure that things will not work out. So we panic, we get anxious. Fear is usually about the thing that we have in our heads that is the unknown. Fear only comes when we're unsure about what is about to happen or what could happen, or we're allowing our thoughts to make us believe the worst case scenario. So fear comes in and then we have panic when we've been put something uh, unexpectedly on us, whether it's a doctor's report, whether it's a uh, something's going on with an employee, a decision needs to be made about your business. You need to think of things as a team player in the department that you work in and they're looking for something now and they're expecting something now. Panic can set in. So panic and fear can be the roadblock to the conclusions that you're looking for in your life. Panic and fear can be the roadblocks to the end result you are looking for in your life. You know you want to achieve something. You know that that task that is on your to-do list is something that you stay away from because of the fear of the unknown. Can you do it? Do you have the time to do it? Do you have the resources to do it? Is there a way? But how do you know? How do you know if you do not take time to have the next step thinking? Thinking, forward thinking, next step thinking, open door thinking, opportunity is everywhere you go thinking. Everything works out for you thinking. Panic and fear are the roadblocks to getting to that in result that you desire. And it also, panic and fear can reduce your ability to respond in a way that brings the results you want. So what are you panicking about? What do you have fear about? And I pause so that you could say it out loud. Whether you're driving in your car or you're working and I'm in your ear, you're exercising, I need you to hear yourself say, tell me, what are you panicking about? What do you fear? What are you thinking the worst case scenario about? Pausing. And so you have now a couple of things or one thing that you're panicking, fearing about. You're aware of it. We spoke it out because sometimes we have things that we're not comfortable with, 
that bring fear into our lives, that make us second guess who we are and our value, and we stall. We let the road, we get to that roadblock, but we don't have any detours in mind. You've noticed on the street, if they're doing construction, if they're closing a ramp on the freeway or highway, there's usually a detour sign with arrows because they planned it before they went out and blocked the street what the detours would be. In your life, why don't you have the detours? When things are closed, when things stop, when things are blocked, where are your detours? Where are your detours? Now, this is different than having a plan B in my eyes. This is actually could be a part of your plan A because sometimes we have a plan A and we go to plan B because we think plan A just won't work. We have, well, we'll just give up and I'll just go do something that doesn't require a lot of energy from me. But within that plan A, let's start implementing a detour plan. You know you want this certain thing. You know you want to experience that. You know you want to be involved in this. You know you want to be that, this, whatever you can fill in the blank. When or if, when, you come up against the roadblock of panic and the roadblock of fear, what is your detour plan? Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Because panic and fear deactivate your action steps. I'm going to say that again. Panic and fear deactivate your actions. The steps that you're taking to move forward can be deactivated by fear and by panic. And I want you to realize this. You've got to think how you're going to get through it. You've got to think about how you're going to respond to it. You have to move your life forward even after a hard blow. What is your detour plan? Sitting down with a piece of paper, having your journal, a whiteboard. You know you have to go talk to this organization. You're going to pitch your business. You know you have to give uh, your team some type of guidance and direction. You know as a team member, you've got to step up and, and speak up at the table. Even when they overlook you, do you have a, a, a plan, a detour plan for those roadblocks in your life? Or do you just sit in a meeting, you try to speak up, no one responded to what you had to say, so you just shut down all the way. You just kicked yourself in the butt or the mouth. <laughs> the goal is to have a plan, a detour. And to remember your power position. This, uh, this example just came. You know, we see a lot of police chases on the news. And they're just not chasing the car without a plan. Now, they have the power. They've been given authority. They've got the car with, with it marked 
with the police department they're in. They've got the red lights and the blue and the white lights going on top. And in the uh, headlights, they got some things happening. But when that person decides that their, their outcome outweighs the police's outcome, the driver keeps going. It doesn't submit to what it's been told to do. It's the driver is not listening. The driver even goes as far as breaking the speed limit, running red lights, uh, just um, harm, be doing harmful driving to where it can hurt someone else, pedestrians, other people's in, people in car, and even the people that are chasing them. So what happens in your life when what you're after doesn't respect your authority? It doesn't respect, and I don't mean, the way I mean authority in this instance, this example is respect the, you're, you're knowing that you deserve what you're going after. It doesn't respect your hard and focused work. It doesn't respect that you expect to have sweatless victories. It doesn't respect that you said you were going to be at this level at this time. It's it. Life is not respecting you. Now, just as the police have a plan, they have a helicopter in place. They're seeing where the cop, the car is going that they're uh, pursuing. And their plan usually comes to either they're going to do a pit maneuver where they hit the car at a certain spot to make the car spin and then they've got it, the car trapped. Or they're going to lay down the strip of nails. I don't know what it is. Maybe nails. But anyway, as the car goes forward, they're going to be ahead of the car in the path of where this car is going. Put down the strip so the car will run over it and the tires go flat and it stops the momentum. One thing about the police in this pursuit, they're never giving up on the power that they have to create the outcome that they're looking for. They find it, they've studied it, they've strategized to come up with a way to stop a car when it doesn't pull over. So how much more for your life? When things are not going as planned, your logic has to align with tasks and actions that keep you in that power position and continue to get you the results, the end results that you want. The police cannot control where the car is going, how the car is driving, but the police are looking for the end result, and that is to stop and arrest the assailant. So that is something to think about when you're facing things that seem to be out of control, that seem to be running you, that seem to be wearing you out, that seem to be winning. What is the bigger picture? What is the outcome? What can you do? Where are your detours? Where are your, your, your um, pit maneuvers? Where's your plan? We cannot show up in this life without having some kind of actions beyond the yeses that we get and 
but we have to be have actions for the nose. We have to have actions for the next step. Nothing has the power to end you. Nothing has the power to end you. Man, I wish, you know, how they'd say, tell the younger you something, I would tell the younger me that. Nothing has the power to end you. Nothing has the power. Now, there's things that I can feel, I felt in my life that were going to end me. Like, I'm done, you know? I'm totally done. This is it. But nothing has the power to end you. And nothing has the power to end me. Can it slow me down? Yes, if I allow it. And then there's times it needs to slow down and then I have to respect it because I want the process. And this is how I know when I need to slow down, when I am so focused and driven, you know, then I know I'm doing it within my own power. But I am a true believer of sweatless victories. And when I'm not feeling like the wind is sweatless, that's when I know I need to slow it down. I need to back up. I need to watch. I need to slow it down and watch. Even in when you see a cop chasing the car, they'll slow down a little. They'll pull back because the person driving the, the car they're chasing is speeding up more and more. But they don't want to endanger others, so they pull back a little. Or they'll let the helicopter stay, uh, follow the car around. You have to pause at times. You have to pull back. You have to watch. You have to be alert. You have to keep your eye on the outcome. Nothing has the power to end you. So then, if nothing has the power to end you, why are you letting panic and fear stop you? One of the things I like to do, and I've said this before, I like to implement when a client has a fear, and they might not say, I'm scared of this, but they're talking to me about all the stuff that they want to achieve in their business, all that they want to achieve in their life, in their relationship, just within themselves. When they share that, their homework assignment guaranteed is going to be something that puts them in a position to achieve that thing that they want. Therapists call it exposure therapy. <laughs> I want to expose you into the very thing that you fear, that you doubt, that makes you panic. You've heard me share this before, but I'm saying it again because someone who hasn't heard me is hearing it for the first time. Exposing yourself to what terrifies you is the best thing that you could ever do. 
Now, please note, I don't, I don't know what you're facing and what that is, but most of the time, I will speak for my life, the thing that I fear and I begin to expose myself to, when I get in there, it's not as scary as I thought. It's not as big as you think. It could be big, but it's still not as big as you think. You, you can get in there and you can do it. Court cases, divorces, suing, all the stuff that goes on in life. Death. Hurts, pains, demotions, firing, layoff. Not making this, not being picked, not being seen. You can do it. Exposing yourself to the very thing. I gave an example of sitting in a room in a meeting on Zoom now, um, speaking up and using your voice. Even when you think they don't hear you, you know what? You keep exposing yourself to the situation. You keep putting yourself out there until you find out you need to go another route or the door opens. So be okay with exposing the stressors in your life or being exposed to the stressors in your life, putting yourself out there. And what happens is you begin to prove to yourself that it wasn't as scary as you thought or it wasn't as big as you thought. And even though things may not go as you expect them to be or expect them to turn out, this is the time you are becoming mentally strong. This is the time that you're believing and increasing, you're believing in yourself more, as well as increasing the capacity, your capacity for more, your capacity to handle anything that you face. It is a muscle. I mean, if you have fear and panic that are holding you back, you've got to work that muscle of moving forward. Have you noticed that to you, something can be scary or fearful, but to someone else, they're like, oh man, that scares you? Dang, you know? You could be scared to ask for a certain salary or hourly rate, but someone else is getting that hourly rate and getting that salary. So you, if you see that, I believe that God is not a respecter of persons and what he can do for you, he can do for me. And what he can do for me, he can do for you. So why do I fear or panic about what I want? Because if it's done, it can be done. It is done in me as well. 
if I haven't seen it, still doesn't, it still means it can be done. It just means that I will be the one doing it and encouraging someone else that they could do it too. So work that muscle, especially when you see that someone else has worked that muscle and it's possible, work the muscle, build it up. Because over time you will see yourself pushing past panic and fear easier and quickly with the right mindset. The times where it would knock you out and put you in the bed for three days, having you shut down and isolating yourself to go to where it's a couple of hours and you get back in there. It's a day and you take a break and you get back in there. You do what you got to do from the inside out. Because if you're forcing it, that's going to wear you down faster than if you believe it and work through the process, aware of your detours, aware of your position and your power position, aware of that you have a strategy and a plan. Remember tapping into your resilience, your optimism believing that you are necessary and impactful to this world. Reestablishing your power. That's the goal. And making your mark and leaving an impact. Getting outside of your comfort zone. Getting uncomfortable as often as possible. Re-establish your power this week, this month, this year. Re-establish your power. You gotta. So the point is, is that you want some healthy coping mechanisms in your life. Those detours can be your healthy coping mechanisms. Work on your skills to reason to think outside the box, to see the big picture. Work on those skills. Don't just be moved by the moment. Be moved by the possible movement that you can have in your life. The end result, the goal, the movement it takes to get to your end result. So there are so many things that we could be scared of. There's so many things that we can panic about. You've got to remember that you can respond to anything and everything that comes your way. You've got to remember that you have the most fitting response for anything and everything that comes your way. You've got to believe that, that you have what it takes, that you've created to do great things and to be impactful. All right. Well, I thank you for listening. Send any questions, send any comments to hello at Dr. Carla Inc. H-E-L-L-O at D-R-C-A-R-L-A-I-N-C dot com. I'd love to hear from you. And please share this podcast with all of those that you know. Please subscribe and leave a five-star rating. That helps to get the podcast out there. 
once again, I thank you for being a part of what I do. And I love being a part of who you are and what you do and sharing this time with you. I wish you the best. Sending you love and hugs, peace and power. And may you always walk in your strength. May you always walk in wisdom. And may you always have understanding. This is Dr. Carla Michelle. I am signing off. Until next time, talk to you soon.